0: The powers of the Meproport to make you laugh are beyond all your limited abilities to comprehend it. I hope you can see the emu flying because he's doing it as hard as he possibly can. Yes, sir
1: Let my home back in my heart See if I can make it out in the world. I got as far as Wichita, but suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles, and I'm not welcome in New York, but I must stop back in on my heart. Where the fans,
0: they always crying out for Alrighty then, in that case, w- welcome to MEP number 92, me October 12th, 2007, in the year of our Lord, Gominay, et Domine, etc., etc., etc. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Myself. What's up? We think you're probably listening to this close to when we actually recorded it, because yeah, now that Russ has I taken over website postings and everything, we are caught up. We're on schedule.
2: <laughs> yes, the procrastination is over, peoples. We are yes. on the ball. We're actually going to be a relatively topical news source from now on. <laughs> By which I mean least like the next few weeks, you can count on us totally. Exactly. So, you know, so what do you guys think
0: about, about that in. Marine barrack being hit in Beirut? That was crazy how huh, great that happened in 1980. <laughs> but no, but I mean, you know, that was, that was some serious <laughs> serious stuff going on there. So I want to say hi to everyone. Thank you guys for listening as always. And uh, before we started the show, we heard from Russ that he was in a little bit of a bad mood. And one of the reasons that he's in a bad mood is because of his baseball team. And let, let me be, Russ, the first to say, I'm very sorry for your loss and, and the loss of, of your team in the playoffs. The Yankees, unfortunately, were eliminated. And it's made for interesting sports radio for me, Honestly, I must say. Greg,
2: I, I actually sincerely want to thank you for not calling me about the Yankees before today and like not <laughs> mentioning it and giving me some space cuz I, I I have no idea how I would have reacted if you tried to rub it in my face like the I, last I, 4 or 5 days like I was I, I, I would, was not, have I would so,
0: not have done no, that. I would not have done that. No, but
2: I really appreciate it because no, no there are problem. people who would. in point of fact, one of my very peripheral friends on Facebook made <laughs> He's it now even more peripheral, uh, right? It. Oh, they're gone now. Now they're no such person. <laughs> they're dead to but you. When they were still my peripheral friend, they would... You know how they have the mood updates on Facebook? Where it's like, yeah. mood, sad, mood. Right. Well, the mood was rooting for Cleveland, or the mood was sucking Yankee oh, no. fans or something like that. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, look, you're not my friend anymore. How about <laughs> that? Isn't that great? That
0: oh, <laughs> boy. That's That's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I figured that that would not have been a, a good thing. Actually, th- there have been two occasions, um, as everyone knows, Russ and I, uh, I'm a Red Sox fan, Russ is a Yankees fan, and there have been many times um, where we've had occasion for one of our teams to do well or get knocked out, usually my team more than Russ's, but the only other time this happened, which we met about last year, I want to say, was when we were in the same living in MEP house, actually, and we had the clap off where I was rooting for the Diamondbacks and Russ was rooting for the Yankees, and I knew enough then not to come over to the room and be like, you know, Oh, what's up, kid? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I was like, no, no, that's that's brutal. You gotta you gotta give someone their space. So, I certainly did that. I know that the Mets fans were relatively gleeful um, around here, even though you know, because they were at least now they don't have to feel like they could only get it partially rubbed into their face. Was their theory, and I don't know, I don't know. But I, I did want to bring up just one. The only reason I bring up the series at all is I wanted to bring up this one part of it, and it was the one thing that I found amusing, and it was in Game Two, uh, the Yankees are playing Cleveland in the oh, American yeah. League Championship the division series and they're in Cleveland and in the eighth inning now the Yankees at this point were leading one to nothing Okay, and Fausto Carmona's pitching for the Indians he's a very good pitcher he had shut them down Andy Pettit's pitching for the Yankees he'd done a Houdini act he had managed to hold them off the board it's really good and in comes Jabba Chamberlain the phenomenal young pitcher for the Yankees the spectacular guy and right when he's about to pitch in the eighth inning Locusts descend upon the field. Like I mean, not literally, but a plague was visited upon the pitchers, and he couldn't see. Basically, yeah, midges.
2: Properly, they're called midges. I thought they were aphids. They're midges. Yeah, whatever the fuck those things are, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Apparently, I, I. I don't even know who to be angry at. Like, yes, the conspiracy theorist God. in me says that clearly this, the groundskeeper, like, set this all up, and he was like, and then they would hatch when I push this button and swarm over the face of the pitcher. No, but think about it. Like, is there any reason why the bugs would have been localized on the pitcher's mound? It's not like there's more yes. light on the pitcher's mound no, than there's a the theory
0: of the field. I have a theory, all and right. I think it's a good theory. Here's why. As we know, Jabba Chamberlain is part Native American. And I have a theory oh, that a prophecy I in ancient serious. lore... I, I'm he being serious, be too. <laughs> I'm being serious, too.
1: I know. When the
0: Native time. American faces the Cleveland Indian, then a plague will be released upon the land. It says it right there in Sioux lore. It says it right there. Okay. And so this is the same effect. If the Red Sox, if Jacob, Jacoby Ellsbury, who's also part Native American, faces the Indians, I would not be surprised to see the midges descend upon him as well. That's basically what it is. Chamberlain dishonored his tribe and his people by facing the Indians. That's, that's basically what I think happened. So yeah.
2: Yes. Watching one of the most flukish <laughs> things in the history of sports ruined not my Luke. entire season for the in Yankees. It with the prophecy. Like, I, I don't really know how to react to that. I could be angry, but who am I angry at? Am I angry at the, what, God? God hates the Yankees? Like, what are you, there's no, you can't blame anyone. It's not Joe's fault. I mean, can you imagine doing the most stress-filled, impactful thing in your entire life with bugs crawling up your nose? Like, in fairness, could you though, perform the same way that you normally would?
0: In fairness, the pitcher the next inning had no problem doing that, and I saw the pictures, and he well, was covered with bugs too. Well, because
2: they turned the bug machine off the next inning,
0: and like, <laughs> it was a much less fewer bugs. Than when Joe yes, was in I heard now. about the bugs peaking. Yes, um, but I mean, w- when this was happening and you were watching it, what was your? I mean, were you just sort of generally upset? Like, what were, what were you doing? Were you just sort of staring with your mouth open? What what were you what were you thinking when you were watching this take place?
2: Um, I wasn't watching it. I think I was coming home from work. It was like in the middle of the afternoon. It was The other thing was that for some reason TBS decided that the Yankees are some kind of second-class team that nobody wants to watch. So all the games are going to be on at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be on TBS, the channel which I don't have in HD. I'm like, great. This is like watching the Braves in the middle of the afternoon on TBS.
0: Wonderful! <laughs> Not only that, the so, TVS broadcast team involved these guys who were doing things like, this is a guy who's like, uh, Chip Carey, who's awful, is like, I'm going to do, do super cliched. So here were some of the, some of the gems which you'll appreciate. Melky Cabrera, center fielder for the Yankees. He's back, and he makes the catch. Some vitamin D from Melky. I was like, did you just say some vitamin D from Melky? The A-Rod hits a solo home run in game three to pull the Yankees to within 6-3 at the time or something like that. Quote from Chip Carey. And the crowd is up for grabs. I don't even know what that means. Like anyone now could take the crowd. Like what does that mean? The crowd, yep. this crowd could be the Indians the or it could crowd be the Yankees. The crowd is up for grabs. Uh, I mean, boom goes the dynamite. Like what? What? What is that? Yeah. Uh, he he is terrible. And like his whole this whole thing about cliche was just was was absurd. Vitamin D for Melky, and the crowd is up for grabs.
2: I would love to joke about all this stuff. It's a little too soon for me. Even still, <laughs> still? like I can't. Okay. It's just. It was just a horrible spectacle. Everything about it was wrong. It just had the wrong feeling. Like, you walk into a room and you know something is off. It was like, you turn this on TV and something's wrong. We have crappy, unknown National League announcers at 3.30 in the afternoon. Afternoon, we have crazy bugs. We have a team that's really not that good playing like way the hell above its head. Oh, and I'm well, convinced they're going to get swept by the Red Sox. By the way, be they're careful though. Swept. They're they're a solid they're team gonna though. They're going to lose four games in a row. They're not going to get swept. They're not going to get swept. They're not that good. I was convinced for the first few days. I was like, wow, they're really good. But then watching the game, I was like, no, they're not that good. The Yankees are just <laughs> the failing bugs are better. Execute like it's bugs plus failure to execute <laughs> plus the new Yankee curse, which was my next point, which is I've decided that. All of the luck that the Yankees used to have is now gone as of uh, September 11th, basically. No, as There's of like 2004. The planes went into the buildings. <laughs> no, no. No, as of 2001, when Mariano Rivera blew the one-run the one lead in the seventh inning of the World Series, it was basically 9-11. 9-11 caused the Yankee franchise <laughs> to go in reverse mode.
0: So let me get this straight. The loss was caused by 9-11 plus the Bugs. That's that's the reason they lost. No, the bugs were not a symptom Roger Clemens. Of what happened at 9/11? It was just a symptom of that we've lost all of our luck. The symptom is a guy called Chinman Wong who can't get a guy out in three total innings in the playoffs. That was basically the symptom. Yeah, bad luck. Yeah. Look,
2: the Yankees <laughs> did luck. the same thing that all these other teams did. Boston looked at the Arizona Diamondbacks who had the greatest combo playoff pitchers of all time, they had Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling. They're like, hey, we should get one of those guys, so we'll get into the playoffs and do well. And so they did. And then the Yankees did the exact same thing. Hey, we should get one of those guys who always wins in the playoffs. And they got Randy Johnson, who immediately fell in, you know, in pieces. And like, There's no reason <laughs> that why Randy happened, Johnson should get injured, but Curt Schilling should be healthy for the playoffs. It's just a total crapshoot. It's just bad luck. <laughs> I and there's been lots of issues of bad luck like that. Roger Clemens had a decent season, falls apart right before the playoffs. Um, you know, I wouldn't Mariano say 6-6 six and six is a decent out season. Closer, who gets a little bloop over the shortstop's head that wins. Like it, There's never any real skill involved in any of these things. It's all just bad luck <laughs> I see. for four or five years now. And I if see. you think about it, I mean, of course, 9-11 was horrible for all the conventional reasons. But there's another way to look at what 9-11 was. 9-11 was Boston's collective psychological retribution upon the city of New York, who they've hated for 100 Um, years and wished ill for 100 years. And they just said, we hate the hell out of New York. Wouldn't it be great, hypothetically, if something horrendous happened to New York? And it did. And it came
0: from Boston. That is, um, although... I think it's more
2: subtext. Obviously, the terrorists weren't from Boston, but Boston you know, did have the most colossal failure in security in the history of our country, worse than Pearl Harbor. It was this was localized to Boston. This wasn't like I mean, you can I don't see how people can blame George Bush for this
0: and not blame Boston for allowing this to happen. So <laughs> I see. This is an Seriously. interesting theory and, and rather far afield from what I thought we would be talking about when we started discussing the collapse of the Yankees in the playoffs. I, I was not aware that nine eleven would be think the about it. Uh, this happened.
2: A month later, the Yankees collapse in the World Series for the first time, and then it begins the, the spiral. They lose in 2002. They lose in the World Series in 2003, the biggest choke of all time in 2004. They can't get through the first round of the playoffs anymore. Guys are getting injured. 2007, they have more pitchers injured than any team in the history of Major League Baseball. Somehow managed to come back only to fall apart again because of injuries and bugs. And like It's just absurd. It's absurd bad luck. And now it's ours, to own. it's our bad luck. I see So until we have Maybe when we win the war in Iraq Maybe then it'll turn <laughs> Something <laughs> If they only knew Like how much was writing about What those, would happen uh, If they just prospects. withdrew I, know. I don't know Something's got to change It's just one of those things Where if you experience That kind of string of bad luck You just have to do something Really drastic And change what you're doing Which is why I shaved my head again This week by the way Because I felt tarnished By all this stuff That was going on So I'm like Yuck I just feel horrible And I blame my hair And I'm cutting it all off again.
0: (laughs) I see. (laughs) Until it it became part of the the curse mojo somehow.
2: No, the shaving of the head I don't think affected it really either way. As much as I like to think that I affect what happens to the Yankees, probably not so much.
0: Well, you know, the interesting thing about this is that I think that especially Red Sox fans were used to thinking in terms of curses and we're not going to we promise folks we're not going to make this into a sports show we'll get off the subject but it does bring up a larger point which is I think it's interesting how we take public figures and obviously I mean we've talked about this before this is hardly revelatory but I think there's a different twist to it now we invest so much in them whether it be in sports or public life or everything else everyone jokes about the idea that oh they're superhuman but it's like literally literally the people that we're talking about out here, don't consider the people that they root for fully human. I think I've come to that conclusion. Because the manager of the Yankees, Joe Torre, has basically been on manager death watch. And there have been cameramen on his front lawn for the last week basically staking him out. I don't know why they're doing this. Like, they figure he's going to come out, and he's going to be like, All right, fine, I got fired, all right, is that good enough for you? And then, like, run back and, like, cry in the lawn. I don't really know what he's going to do. But they've been <laughs> staking him out in hopes that he's going to, I don't know what, like, get into a fight with a cameraman or do something. And it struck me that, and you hear these people calling, and they're just like, you know, he's incompetent, and my 10-year-old could manage better than this, and this is absurd, and blah, 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 blah. And it just makes me wonder, like, I think that our, our sort of fascination of obsession with celebrity has gone so far now that we've started to make celebrities into the equivalent of video game characters that we can yell at the video game characters and we can scream at them and we can even yell at the TV and then when we see them in real life we can keep yelling at them because for some reason they're just as you know they're just as non-real when we see them in person as when we saw them on TV so of course they don't have feelings and of course you know they don't have lives and you know they've been like the cameramen have been like like harassing his daughter you know what what, is your, what do you think about what your dad's going through through. Huh? What do you why are you running away from us? You know like and it just struck me that that that's that's kind of the flip side of what we were talking about last week. If you take things to the ultimate level, we make these people into less than human people. And I don't know whether it's really worth the trade-off for them to get all that celebrity and attention and money right. if the trade-off is that they basically just become the equivalent of video game characters, you know?
2: Yep. I think you're right. I agree. Like, I think Joe Torre should be fired, but by all accounts, he's just a wonderful human being, like, regardless of what you think of him as a baseball manager. So there's no way that he deserves any of this ridiculous paparazzi, you know, spectacle that's going on. Joe Torre's a good guy. He just—he He's like a friendly grandfather. It's like if you had a really, really friendly 90-year-old man who everyone loved, and you said, now you're in charge of like the biggest sports franchise <laughs> in the world. Oh, he's like, okay, well, Jimmy's my friend. Jimmy gets to play. Oh, Jimmy didn't do so well, but he's my friend. He gets to play. Okay. Can, can I and ask you a question? Seven years of this. Why is his friends em- were good at first, but his friends slowly became crappy, and he didn't realize. He's like, I'm oh, playing my friends. I- don't care. Now, no, wait a minute. Wait a
0: minute. Now, you and I, we have been friends for a long time. And, and, Cleo, you can back me up on this, whether you see the same pattern. why yeah, If is it I were
2: that- Joe Torre, you would play first base every day, Greg, no matter what we did. <laughs> oh, you good. would always start my every game. My friend Joe. Nice. I have a larger point, yes. but it's not having to do with this. It's, yeah, I know. It's important. I shouldn't have waited this long. It should have been the top you really shouldn't have. (laughs) This is something that we need we need MEP Nation to get behind this. This is really important. Here we go. I'm gonna make you guys aware of something. Please you know, react any way that you that comes naturally to you. Don't break anything. The MEP report Wikipedia page has been deleted by a random clown. It's gone. It was a wonderful page. Our lovely fans, I think it was Yoni and... It was some, Yoni. One of our, a couple of our fans. Our, it was, think or it was Yoni. his friend who actually designed the page, but whoever did it, I think it was this guy, wasn't it John, Yoni's friend John or something like that, but anyway, some schmuck just went up there, decided that for whatever reason that it wasn't appropriate, and deleted it. And so I went to the log, because there is a deletion log on Wikipedia. As much as we all love Wikipedia, I know this is making it better Right, I was going to say, yes, yes. So I went to the log, and apparently the clown who deleted our Wikipedia page, his actual name is Can't Sleep, Clown Will Eat Me. And he has an icon <laughs> of a
0: clown. He's actually a clown. Um, I, 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 don't does, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where to begin. As far as I
2: can glean is that he spends all day long every day, let's say 16 hours a day, being one of these vaunted Wikipedia Nazis that we've talked about before. He defends Wikipedia pages from vandalism. And so what I think happened was that he saw the joking reference to how I vandalized the Wesley Willis page, and he decided that he should delete our entire thing because he didn't understand what it was. He just saw the the word
0: like vandalize and said, "Oh,
2: vandalize, delete."
0: And so I, I think I'm that's horrified. What I, I am really horrified. Is, oh, well, I was horrified too. Can we appeal? Can and we ban this wrote, clown? Can we? Well, I don't... See, here's the problem. Throw a red
2: nose at him? It's like... It's a when in Rome type thing. Like, this guy has won... I mean, I just discovered this in reading about this when I was pissed off, but, like, there are awards, or... I don't know if they're informal or not, but they, they can post little awards on his Wikipedia user page for, like, being such a great bastion of you know getting rid of vandalism and what cleaning up Wikipedia pages and deleting entries so like he's beloved in Wikipedia this would be the equivalent of let's go roll up to level one warriors and kill that asshole who's level 60 in World of Warcraft because he's a bastard like we have no uh, chance to, in the in the context of Wikipedia like we can't touch this guy probably and uh, I did email him though I found his email which I will reveal to you anyone listening who wants email this guy and tell him what you think about him being a schmuck yes his email is cannot one word
0: cannot dot sleep dot sleep dot clown dot clown dot will dot will dot dot eat dot eat dot me dot me at gmail.com at (laughs) gmail.com So he's not a uh, clown, he's, so a, he's a guy afraid of clowns. Good, so everyone send him attached pictures of clowns, okay? <laughs> hey, clown, we're from, we, we don't know if you're going to eat you, but if you're not going to put back our Wikipedia page, have Bozo, have do you, Krusty.
1: Do you think he did it because he saw that we have done vandalism on other things, so he thought to punish us?
2: Yeah, that's possible. I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. But I emailed him, you ready? Okay. I emailed him. Here's the email that I sent. Clown. <laughs> After a few weeks of trying to figure out what happened to my wiki page, I found in the deletion log that you removed it from the website. Realize that this was a fan-created page, capital letters, for our podcast, and God knows why you even touched the thing. I'm asking you now to restore the page that you thoughtlessly trashed, Russ Pmr. Clown responds because you know he's at his computer all day long, so he responds fairly quickly. Hi, Russ. Thanks for taking the time out to contact me. A few things before we get started. One, you do not own any pages on Wikipedia. Two, I have no idea what page you are talking about. Three, if it was deleted for any given reason, it doesn't matter who created it. Four, your assertion that I thoughtlessly trashed anything is completely unnecessary. Try emailing me again in a civil manner and provide something in the way of helpful information. Wow. And I'll be glad to look into this for you. Wow. So I email him back. Dear son of a bitch. No, no, no. <laughs> I, Dear look, ass. Sh- schmuck face. I mean, it was, it did have that I was like, well, I can see now, given your response, that you are a prissy little dick who considers himself to be some kind of great defender of Wissipedia. <laughs> How this applies to private fan pages for internet shows is beyond me, but I'm sure it makes sense in your little world. I looked at the deletion log. Apparently, you wiped out our page in March for no good reason. Now that I know how Wikipedia works and can track your work, prepare to become obsolete. All of your work will be removed from now on. Perhaps, once this has happened for a while, you will understand what it feels like to have a random asshole trash your things rush FMR.
0: I, I love um, i can clearly see that clown is gonna be now i just have to ask i don't suppose it occurred to you at any point to just begin with dear sir um i think there may have been a misunderstanding rather than defcon no 5
2: reasoning with nazis greg defcon Nazi.
0: defcon 5 you can't
2: reason with these people
0: <laughs> oh Jesus So let me guess His next email so, is Dear Russ Don't ever threaten me again Or I will break you And, and all your friends That's what he said? To the, yeah for the most part I mean it was short The
2: last thing that I got from him was If you email me again I will notify your upstream provider Of your harassment Cease and desist and that- that's it. And so, I, okay, first of all, is that even possible? Like, yes, what the hell theor- is an upstream provider? It, and can you actually tell
0: them that yeah, well, stuff uh, is happening? I mean, look, theoretically, so theoretically, he could notify your IP. And if your IP then talks to you and you explain to your IP that someone has been randomly and improperly trashing web pages and that you'd love to see what happens in court, I think the IP will then, you know, go away. But I, I don't, I mean, it's a silly threat and it's basically what someone does when he realizes that, you know, he's out of, you know, control. I will say that I. So anyway. Yeah. Anyone else who wants to email this guy, I would encourage you to contact him and uh, you know share you your can't. thoughts. Since you can't, because your upstream provider will can't. do something right. bizarre. I've
2: hit my limit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've done what I can. Oh, I did what I can. There, you know, but after I did that, I decided that um, can't sleep, clan will eat me would really enjoy lots of internet newsletters. So I basically went around <laughs> going through all of my old spam. And signing him up, I'm like, I bet he needs to have some mortgages refinanced. <laughs> oh look, look, shemale porn. You know who would love shemale porn? Can't sleep clown elite. Me would love shemale porn. I'm gonna sign him up for the can't sleep clown elite me shemale porn newsletter. Oh look, this is natural herbal enhancement. Can't sleep clown elite me would love to hear about that. So I spent about two and a half hours like clicking you know oh, those no. things that you never want to see those web pages i just click yes. like yes send me this send me this Can found with me at gmail.com please send me more information
1: Two and a half so. hours
2: that made me feel better. How, why do I feel that some of this was anger at the Yankees? It's just like screw you! You are everything I hate. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I can't blame God for the bugs, but I can't blame can't sleep. You so know I'm what? Leaving.
0: I would be much more concerned about this oh, course of action man. if I thought there was any shred of legitimacy to Wikipedia. But as we've talked yeah. about, Wikipedia is a steaming joke. So I mean, I don't. You know, I don't really care. I feel bad yes. for. I feel bad for our fans. I feel bad for Yoni and the people that put this together. I feel really annoyed that they wasted time on something which this jackass can just remove at any point without even without even asking, without even sending in a thing saying, hey, just wondering about, without even that, just removing it. I mean, Wikipedia is so intellectually bankrupt, it's not even funny. It is a complete and utter joke. And I hope that the backlash yep. continues against Clown and everybody else associated with it. What a freaking joke. And again, this is a, t- I mean, again, he got some guy living his in his parents' basement, you know, eating uh, yep. Ruffles chips, falling on his, you know, his, uh, his, his wife-beater undershirt that's hanging over his unemployed you know, chest, and there he is sitting at a keyboard, you know, typing away, becoming yeah. the, the bastion That's of uh, democracy in the world. Give me a freaking break. I, I just find that arrogance yeah. so unbelievable to me, that it is incredible. It's incredible. So, so whatever. What has he done,
2: other than make me into a lifelong Wikipedia vandal? Like, do you think I'll ever <laughs> respect anything from Wikipedia ever again? No. No. I will go through. You know, if, if they weren't able to track my IP and, like, make yeah, me don't go a overboard every here. time I did this... I would literally track all the changes that he made on Wikipedia and just reverse them. Every single day that he changes something, I would change it back and just haunt him and make sure everything he did erased. If I thought I could do that without the him being a level 50 Wikipedia and me being a level one, thereby you know allowing him to ban me or something, I would do that. But realizing that I had no chance fighting him on his own turf, I decided to send him lots of email newsletters instead. Good. It's my only recourse. Good. But uh, and spread the word to do other stuff like you know file memes get in touch with this guy
0: don't do anything illegal but certainly uh certainly do anything that involves um you know emailing him if you want to email him nicely exercise your freedom of speech right exactly freedom of speech exactly yeah, and I, and I, you know, and I don't understand. I mean, uh, the other thing about that, I mean, I, I love the clown. The, the other thing, you would think a guy with that email address is either deeply disturbed or has a good sense of humor and, and therefore would, you know, appreciate, you know, the MEP report without thinking about it. Right. Instead, what I think we have here is a statement of fact. Like, that that address represents a statement of fact that he, as a guy who lives in his parents' his mother's basement, is afraid that a clown will eat him. <laughs> and, and that's why he can't sleep. Like, it's not, you know, everyone's like, oh oh, that's great, that's a joke, and then he's just like, and everyone's like, oh, um, I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. So that's, that's, I think, what we're dealing yeah. with here. We have a guy who's... who has got issues. Yeah, so, so I'd recommend problems. that you all send a lot of emails about Cirque du Soleil, especially the pictures of clowns. Um, you know, as I said, Bozo and crustier options. You might want to send him some Ringling Brothers circus ads. That would be good. Um, you know, basically uh, anything that would do that. that that would would involve that that sort of action. And, you know, I love the idea of it being harassment. I'd be like, you know what's harassment? Taking intellectual property of the MEP report and removing it without our approval or request in violation of the democratic principles you stand by. That's what I would call harassment. Now, would you like to take that up with the 25 friends of ours that are lawyers? Or, you know, or not. You you can, it's up to you. (laughs) It really is up to you. Ugh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. The cadre of MEP lawyers, But it shows you, you know, but it shows you what happens when you have, you know, and we're not going to go into Wikipedia again, but boy, I mean, that just shows you what happens when you have this ridiculous, you know, the system, which is just broken and everybody knows it, so.
1: Well, I mean, I, and I think... I mean, it is I, broken. I think the concept is that he has his community and he's respected with his community, so he has this overblown ego within this small, tight-knit community. Right. And so if that's challenged you know he's gonna fight about it instead of unfortunately taking whatever sense of humor he might have that's displayed by his email address and saying oh these look like brothers of mine I will you know allow them to do what they want to do but since we're challenging his his throne right his or
0: kingdom or, or you know or send yeah exactly it, it's the it's the equivalent of uh, you know it's the equivalent of a nerf fight you know no one's really gonna get hurt but you need to make sure that you can prove that you're the superior nerf person I mean that's that's I, like i don 't understand what would what would make him think. Again, without even a warning, without even like a, oh, by the way, I mean, and what and who died and made this person you know immortal in the eyes of everybody. Again, it just shows you how re- it's like the guy who took the band, you know, my band's name off their page and said, you know, well, you know, you're not important enough according to who? Lars from Norway. Why? Why do I know what? Who the heck are you? What is your job? What do you do? And that's the problem, of course, with Wikipedia. It's democrat. It's a dem- It's a democratic system run by a tiny oligarchy of about you know fifteen to you know maybe a hundred, maybe say a hundred. Elite, and that's basically what Wikipedia is. It's an oligarchy. It's not a democracy. I
2: don't think that's a democratic. Right. I was going to it's a democratic system run by a very small majority you know it of is? rich
0: and elite. You like, should send him an email. A democracy. You should send him an email saying all animals are equal, but some are more equal than others, and see if he gets the reference, which he probably won't. You should just check it out. Why don't see if you he does. send him that email,
2: Greg? I don't want my upstream provider notified of harassment or whatever.
0: Oh, oh, Russ. I love the upstream provider. You're like, well, my downstream provider. I, I think he's going to avoid doing this uh, like, upstream what, what provider god's name is an
2: upstream provider it sounds like my bladder my bladder is an <laughs> upstream provider for when i go to the bathroom
1: like i don't know
0: dude if this guy could deal with your upstream provider and it was your bladder i would then back off of clown will eat me uh, that that would be
1: that would be quite a threat
0: that'd be a threat yeah i agree yeah he's
2: actually a kidney
0: stone but he has an email account <laughs> exactly. and he can edit wikipedia this this is the kind for of sure yeah you it's pretty funny. interfere with your upstream provider See, it's funny, but see, you know what that is, though. I mean, that's all about this whole virtue. Again, that's that's the that that actually fits into the trend of what I was saying before. Making celebrities into, uh, you know, into these video game characters. It's like he feels he can treat us and treat our, you know, and treat our product and treat what we do, treat our show, as a, you know, video game thing, which he can get rid of because he doesn't like it. And he's like, you know, if I were playing The Sims, I'd burn that house down because I don't like that house. So here I am, we're doing this, and I'm going to take get rid of the show because I don't like the show. But the truth is there are people who make the show and there's other people who put the show page up and there's other people who listen to the show so why is it his responsibility and and his you know right to do that this is ridiculous yes all right yeah i have an email i wanted to read last piece of business
2: from him uh dan fisher sent out oh, okay. a little note no okay this is a normal map fan who may or may not be outraged at the wiki page. I hope he is. Um, This is in response to a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the Enterprise and uh, fender benders and why people don't die whenever the Enterprise stops. He says, as far as the... Oh, this is Dan Fisher, by the way, I think, of Brandeis fame. He says, as far as the Enterprise accidents, you forgot about the internal dampering fields, or IDF. That's what made it all okay. So, in other words, the internal dampering fields take the crash from a 100,000-mile-an-hour crash that instantly vaporizes everyone to, like, a 25-mile-an-hour car crash that makes you lurch forward in your uh, seat and roll around on the floor. Right, right, right. So You can't get rid of those last 25 miles an hour <laughs> for some, some reason. I just say that. Only the first it's, 900... You know, it's only an eternal dampening field except for 25 miles an hour. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Like, we
0: can't get over that last hump. It's just the way...
2: Wow, that's that's very funny. So make sure you guys have belts. Uh And then the next thing he says is that uh, Christopher Walken... Uh, who we spoke about in that show, is the biggest pothead ever, apparently. Oh, really? That's uh, not shocking. When he was in the Berkshires at one point, he had joints hidden in every nook and cranny backstage. If he went off for just a scene, he'd light up. I heard this information from Nyan Panchal, whoever that is, or ah <laughs> Nayan Panchal—great uh, show, yeah, great show. Keep up the good work. So oh,
0: cool, cool. That's a little addendum to Map Report eighty-nine. Uh, well, I think, I think I think that's right. Well, thanks, Dan. We appreciate that. Yeah, we'll see. So there, are, there, are, you know, we, we have we that. have the legitimate, we have the fans out there. Wow, oh, that's, that's out there. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely there. That's interesting. So, Clea pulled up this thing, which which I think is interesting that I, that we should bring up, which is about the craving for chocolate, and I wanted to know. Apparently, a study has linked the type of bacteria living in people's digestive systems to a desire for chocolate. Basically, the desire for chocolate comes from a different community of microbes that apparently prefer chocolate to other sorts of things. Of course, what's interesting is that the person who came up with this is in charge of metabolism research at the Nestle Research Center. So I wonder if Nestle is like, please discover what (laughs) makes people desire chocolate. Then give them many, many more of these microbes all the time. Do not ask questions. Yeah, so apparently that's what happened. They said that actually, they said the study was delayed because it took a year for the researchers to find 11 men who don't eat chocolate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you sure this isn't all caused by toxoplasmosis? No, I'm... Is that, b- that the thing? You know that smart parasite that we used to talk about that makes you dumber yes. and into a sexy person? Yes, I've seen... A sexy, stupid person? Yes. Are you sure it doesn't also make you want to eat chocolate all the time? I don't think so. That could be. Um, it's very smart. It's extremely selfish fish for a parasite it's like and now you will do a dance for my enjoyment because i'm toxoplasmosis and eat lots of chocolate because i find that yummy
1: i think it's cool that you they like couldn't is? find people that didn't eat chocolate it
0: had even called the people when he finally found them weird i clearly don't have this this parasite because i do not like chocolate
1: you have the the lack of it which makes you weird
2: yep i do i'm a vanilla person always preferred vanilla ice cream Everyone in my family likes chocolate ice cream. I refuse to touch it. Mm-hmm.
1: My friend Catherine doesn't no like chocolate like ice cream at all, but she likes chocolate. But she doesn't yeah, like chocolate ice cream.
2: It's gross. It's really odd. It's like eating dirt. What? Chocolate ice cream is like eating dirt. It's not like eating it's dirt. Like, <laughs> let me eat some dirt. If dirt were delicious and creamy, <laughs> it tastes like dirt. <laughs> it's it's delicious, unpleasant. creamy dirt. Like well, I'm gonna eat some dirt now. It's horrible. It's like why you could have such a pure, lovely taste like vanilla, but instead you decide to fill your mouth with soil. Vanilla is so
1: boring. I mean, unless it's Häagen-Dazs. It's delicious. uh, Vanilla ice cream over like an apple pie. It's like.
0: (laughs) Well, I think a kind of pure vanilla can sometimes be good, but I agree that it's not the most fascinating thing on the free earth. You know, and probably that's partially because it's just vanilla like I mean it, it's just a ba- it's a base yeah, but like you know vanilla is a really kind of base it's like a you it's know? tangelo fascinating no but it's delicious a what like,
2: <laughs> I can never eat enough tangelos no the tangelo, hell how is a tangelo a tangerine orange
0: hybrid <laughs> without seeds no it's the just a mutant no wonder you don't like chocolate tangelo. Boy, no wonder the bat, what are the bacteria in your gut telling you? We like to have mutant oranges. (laughs) We don't like chocolate. You should have bread where bread is combined with dirt and (laughs) marble tabletops. That's what we want, you know. Yeah. No
1: wonder. Marble tabletops? What the? Hell are you saying? Bacteria in your gut, man. I love it when r- Greg just like it's red. It's like a tater
2: tot, <laughs> but it's made out of a like a surface top for a kitchen, <laughs> like marble.
0: What? Marble tater tot. That's awesome. Oh, uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> why? Seriously, why? Well, I. I don't know. I was just coming up with something that was totally random. No. Right. I was saying that someone who doesn't who, you know, likes you vanilla and it. doesn't like chocolate in that particular way and then likes tangelos. So wait a minute. Do you like what Roach. what is that cauliflower what's that cauliflower broccoli combo, Clea? Isn't there like a broccoli or something? Like a combination yeah. like a hybrid thing, yeah. Collali Yeah. Collali. There's a there's a hybrid of those. So do you like that too? Really? Yeah, do you like that also?
2: No, because I don't like cauliflower, and I like broccoli. But maybe you'd like this. Maybe you'd have like cauliflower. But maybe you'd like kind of it. I'm sure I would like it more than cauliflower and less than broccoli. Like, exactly <laughs> half. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's how it works. <laughs> well, it's not cauliflower,
0: but it could be better. So I don't know why. what about other yeah. hybrid food? Isn't starfruit a hybrid food? Do you like starfruit? Yeah, isn't that like a fish and a mango No, no, no. <laughs> That's a fish and a mango. No, it's like a, you know. There, and there's some other ones, too, that are these sort of combination it's foods. It's
2: starfish and a fruit. Um Sure. They're
0: like uh, are there apple pears? Do those exist? I don't know. Like pear apple hybrids? Well, let's put it this way. Here I don't know. Either. Here's a way here's a way to look at it, okay? Pick the weirdest food the weirdest food that you like. What is the weird what is the sort of strangest food combination slash food that you like? And I'll give you mine in a minute. Um I don't know. Eel and cucumber rolls. It's my good sushi. Okay. That's not that weird though. Because it's
2: I mean, it doesn't seem weird to me because it's delicious. But in in the abstract, eel and cucumber It doesn't seem like two things that would go. They together go together, i see. All
0: right, Clea, what's yours? What's what's your weirdest food I mean, do you when like?
2: When do eels ever get close to cucumber on the face of the earth? Right, <laughs> like wherever cucumbers are, eels can't go
0: there. Sea cucumbers maybe, versa, maybe. So. but otherwise, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, so then. Uh, so therefore, it's weird. So, Clea, what about you? What's your weirdest
1: food? What's my weirdest food? The
0: food that you like that's the strangest, theoretically.
1: I don't know. Well, I... Chocolate. I Say do... Chocolate. I put um, weird. Uh, cottage cheese on my waffles when I eat them.
0: Mm, Is that weird? Not that mm. weird. you got to have something else that's weird than that. I don't think so. Do you ever eat cottage cheese and
2: sardines? No.
0: Do you ever eat sardines and waffles? No. Oh.
2: You ever eat fruit and sardines? <laughs> no. See, if you have sardines, sardines is half of any horrible food combination. You can say sardines and then a normal food and then you win, but only if you actually had it.
0: Sardines and bagels and sardines. And, well, my weird yes. one, uh, weird. my weird one is, uh, and I was, I think it's the great, I actually haven't had the sandwich in a while. I need to have it again. Liverwurst and jam sandwich. it's always like, liverwurst and jam, what? But for whatever reason, I think liverwurst and jam is a good it's a good sandwich then it's good eats so everybody has their own sort of weirdo mm-hmm. food combinations um, my mom used to like ketchup and eggs
1: I, I eat ketchup and eggs
0: I've it's heard I like ketchup and there's eggs. the quite peanut common. butter banana thing that's not too confusing <laughs> like
1: everyone you know loves <laughs> <All> <laughs> right, so ketchup common. and eggs All right, then. banana <laughs> and peanut butter is Delicious. quite common
0: must be something about me I hang out with people who like that Elvis ate banana and peanut butter yeah it's quite common so therefore it can't be weird okay yeah. how about celery and mayonnaise
1: Uh, that would be disgusting
0: Blah, mayonnaise gross. I like how about mayonnaise, mayonnaise and sardines? There you
1: go
0: <sighs> right there. Blew. Yeah, that's called it right. Congratulations, Greg. Yeah, no problem.
1: You found it. I have this page that lists hybrid foods But it has this sound of the waves But it doesn't have any way for you to mute it.
0: It's sort of like you will relax you will <laughs> relax
1: relax now Do it. See if you can find, like, the list of of hybrid foods. I can't find it. I'm being overwhelmed by wave sounds.
0: I have...
2: Before genetic engineering, hybrid foods were created primarily by ocean waves. They would just slam things together, and then other fish would eat those things. Like rocks and seaweed. What was
1: the uh, what was the book that uh, uh, Christina told us about that's about like everything is bio developed or something like that? Wasn't wasn't that Margaret Atwood book about that?
0: Yeah, that everything's bio engineered. It basically comes. Yeah, it's a children's book. It's called Everyone Poops. No, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) this is no. Very popular. It's called like onyx Onyx and and something and something. And the basic idea is, oh, I just saw that Dennis Kucinich and is vegan. Poops. That's about the least surprising news I've ever had in my life. That Dennis Kucinich is vegan. I think there would be something wrong if he weren't vegan. Uh, but anyway, so this Onyx and something or other, and he's made of vegetables. That's actually. right. <laughs> it makes <laughs> a lot of sense. He's a vegetable. I have an ear of corn. He's made Honor that good. Of lettuce. Um, yeah. So, but basically what the book is, is uh, it prema- it posits this society in which these corporations have taken over the world. Not that's been done a million times, but where each corporation basically splices all of these things together. So you can like grow chicken parts from the ground. Right, right. And you can like eat, you know, like you can have like, like pig, pig fish and, you right, know, right. And, like all these kind of weird combinations.
1: Right. It's called Oryx and Crake.
0: Oryx and Crake. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. She highly recommends the book, so I yeah. have it on my list.
0: Oryx
2: and Crake. Isn't that like an animated movie with two best friend weird creatures who like travel the world together? That's it sounds
1: like it
0: does sound like that. And I don't know if it actually was made like into that as well. Like Lilo and Stitch, or like Oryx
1: and Crake. Oryx and Crake. Why you go. does everyone pronounce it Lilo? Wallet and Grummish. Is that correct at it, all? What is it, Lilo? It's Lilo, isn't it? Yeah, it's Lilo. Is it Lilo? It's, it's Lilo. Really? It's Lilo because the is O makes that how you spell the, your dog's name? With yeah, L-A-L-O. I? Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they named her at the. Um, oh, I right. didn't
0: realize that. That's it. I'm getting off this page. I can't stand it. There's no muting. I will not be I forced it to was rest. L E E H L O W E.
1: Nope. <laughs> no, it's Lilo and Stitch.
0: Oh, oh That's not accurate. Uh, oh. Yeah, so. That's interesting. That's interesting. So uh, another bit of news that, that came That
1: up. was that's Greg's way of ending a topic. Interesting, interesting. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't
0: know where that's else we could go with a vegetarian topic. Not interesting at all. <laughs> yes. So ah, interesting.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. So, what else? Ah. Ah, yes,
0: that's painful to listen to. (laughs) Interesting. Exactly. Oh, God. So, in other strange news, the Knights Templar have um, won a heresy reprieve from uh, the Pope. And for those of you who don't know, within the Catholic religion, and I know this not because I'm Catholic but because I teach at a Catholic university, uh, they are very serious about getting this right, even if it happened seven centuries ago. Like, this is sort of take Cold Case, you know that show where they go and find old unsolved murders, and then bring it back you know, like seven centuries. This is a big deal for them. And so apparently the Vatican is going to be publishing trial documents about this uh, Christian military order about the Knights Templar. And allegedly it means that the, the Templar Knights Templar are going to be given somewhat of a reprieve. They're going to be not accused of heresy anymore, and that was a, uh, that's apparently a big deal. So I thought that was interesting.
2: Why were they accused of heresy in the first place?
0: Um, because, as the, ad, as the article says, uh, Templars were burned at the stake for heresy because they made confessions that most historians believe were given under duress. So they basically, King Philip was trying to get rid of them, more or less. He wanted to get rid of the Knights Templar, so he accused them of heresy and doing these things, denying Christ, and secretly worshipping idols, and all these other kinds of things. And And so they made these confessions which were basically under, you know, taken under duress and burned at the stake, and now they found it, and so apparently this is is the issue. For example, there was an initiation ceremony involved spitting on the cross, and so they were misunderstood, that was misunderstood, and they said, well, basically it was a sin and a terrible thing and everything. And so apparently the Pope is convinced that um, while the Templars had committed some grave sins, they were not heretics. So that's what I thought be big was deal. interesting
1: is that some of the um, rumors was that they pr- practiced sodomy, and I think it's so funny that even like 700 years ago, no one could ec- just accept that a bunch of men lived together and, and weren't homosexual. Oh yeah, I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well that's the way you know that's the all f- wait, wait, all wait. friendships. So you're
2: saying it's not true that they practiced sodomy, or that they should have accepted that they were practicing sodomy?
1: Well, I don't know. I I'm presuming it was a it's not true but maybe maybe they did do. i don't know
0: I mean, the other thing, it, it, that's that's a problem anyway. I mean, even now, we're basically friendship, male-to-male friendship can only go a certain direction yeah, this before is where you're Greg assuming homosexuality. Yeah, because, they're, because for well, no, not just for Lord of the Rings. Look at Star Trek. <laughs> like Kirk Spock, clearly homosexual. Why? Well, there are <laughs> two, there are two they're people homosexual? and there are two, Oh, there's whole, no, there is, is a whole... No. There is a whole class. Are? I'm going to look it up right now. Oh Kirk God. Spock, homosexual. That fan. is ridiculous. There is a whole class of stories about Kirk and Spock what? being homosexual. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard about this? A class... <laughs> <laughs> haven't you heard about this? I read about this on ABC's news
2: website just the other day.
0: Many believe Kirk that the origins Spock. of Kirk Spock gay? lie in deliberate homosexual subtext in the Star Trek episode of Muck Time. What? Thank you. That is ridiculous. Data Lounge, Kirk Spock, Muck Time, gay subtext. Oh
1: my god, that's absolutely ridiculous. Kirk Spockazine. Like, Batman and Robin were gay. Okay.
0: Do you have a homosexual relationship with your Captain Spock? Or do you
2: are they, is this is this someone on the internet posing questions to Spock as if he were a real person and
0: reading about himself on the internet? I, I'm going to go look for this right now. These are the adventures of James Kirk, polymorphous pervert of the future, in which Kirk opens the closet just enough to air his dirty laundry. So oh, basically, okay. it's like a, it's like a okay, mock interview. Right that she. I don't want to hear this. Spock, are you now, or have you ever been a homosexual? She's not going to be good. Do you have a homosexual relationship with your captain? Wait, oh, this is like okay, mother. So this is an alleged interview with his mother and him. <laughs> mother, I agreed to answer one question, but that's actually two and one. I'm afraid I have to ask you to rephrase that. <laughs> do you have a homosexual relationship with your captain? Why do you ask? Why don't you just answer the question? I did answer the question. No, Spock, you asked another question instead. No one said I couldn't answer a question with a question. Let's start over. No, I win. Thank you for playing. Please don't forget to take your consolation prize: one month's supply of rice aroni with our compliments.
2: That sounds just like Spock. <laughs> Yes, that's how Spock talks. Good job, writers. Thank,
0: thank you. Because
2: Spock is so sarcastic. I yeah, I don't. Spock is king of sarcasm.
0: Good job. It says oh it's 100% God. legal parody material. That's what it says. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, my anyway, point anyway. is it's out there. So check that out. My point All right, is it's well out there. I guess you're that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's
2: interesting. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, did you know that I. That's really interesting. Also, on a completely different subject... Sigh. I, um... I did, uh... I modded my Xbox this week. Oh, you did? It was really exciting. Do you know how much you mock my Xbox for having it? Because it's, like, clearly the inferior gaming console from its generation compared to, like, the PS2 and even the Nintendo. The original Nintendo. But... But... The good thing... Yes, the original Nintendo <laughs> piece of the crap out of the original Xbox. <laughs> it's it's just true. I mean, the games are so much better. Sorry. But it, yep, it's true. But But the one thing that they didn't tell you about Xboxes is that you can hack into them and turn them from a piece of crap, crappy, horrible game console into a personal media center where you can stream shit from your computer onto the xbox and have emulators on your xbox and watch videos from your computer on your tv through your xbox and play dvds that you wrote yourself without encoding them properly on your xbox and do all kinds of crazy illegal piratey type shit on your xbox it's wonderful and
0: now i can do that Uh, russ because
1: could mean jail time russ
0: Man convicted for chipping no. Xbox. A 22-year-old man has become the first person to be convicted for modifying a video games console. The Cambridge graduate was sentenced to 140 hours of community service. The, man- <laughs> the conviction is the first... Modification of video game consoles... Oh, has well, been he only- was selling them. Well, and also he's in the UK and they're crazy. Yeah, he was- so I guess it's a little different. Right. I,
2: I, I... Okay, I didn't buy the thing. My friend gave it to me for free. But at the point where I own it... Like, yes, it voids my warranty, but it's not like, there's nothing illegal about, you know, messing with your own electronics that you own as long as you're not, you know, selling software that's used to pirate things or facilitating illegal activity, which I'm not. I'm just, you know, making use of other people's facilitation of illegal activity. The modification of consoles is an activity that the anti-piracy
0: team is prioritizing. It is encouraging to see the courts of the UK do the same. Uh Uh-oh. Why did they care? That's dun, wonderful. Dun, dun. Well,
2: I'm not gonna bring my box to the UK and try to pass it through <laughs> customs. How about that?
0: Russ is, Russ is like, <laughs> don't take away my joy from me.
2: Don't do it. Yeah. No, you have no idea how cool this is. Let me explain how you do this. And it's been, it was on featured on. Digital wait, God wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Weeks ago, like, So we started out by, by you talking about this, this
0: clown dot whatever. Now you're gonna be like, and now for further proof, listen as I tell you how to legally modify an Xbox. This brought to you by weareshutdown.org." dot org, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not illegal it's not even immoral you're
2: turning a useless piece of crap into a useful media center for your computer nice. this is so beneficial to anyone who cares about electronics all right, all right, i can't bring imagine it. why anyone other than microsoft would hate right. this. so there are two ways to do it one is knowing what you're doing with like soldering guns <laughs> and opening up your thing and like fusing chips and things that i don't know how to do the other way is for the you know the mortals The civilians who just, you know, have an Xbox and want it to be good and not a piece of crap. You're like, so, are you a civilian who has an Xbox and wants it not to be a piece of crap? Follow the following steps. Step one, buy Splinter Cell. I know you have this game, Greg. You have Splinter Cell.
0: For PC, yes. Even though you have it for PS2. For PC. Yeah,
2: or PC, whatever. Okay. But for Xbox, if you buy Splinter Cell, there are actually three games that do it. I think one is Mech Assault. One is Splinter Cell. Then you have to buy this little toy, the stupid thing. You remember the Game Genie for uh, Nintendo? Yes,
0: I do indeed. Where it's this
2: little cartridge that you put in and it puts in cheats. There's an equivalent for Xbox. It's called Action Replay, where essentially uh, you, con- it, 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 you do it, you install it on your computer and then you download a bunch of cheat codes, which attach to a USB cord. So you program them onto this little memory chip that you put in. You attach to your Xbox controller and then you have all the cheats. Okay, and you've got and to you know, yourself. this is like an actual product. Endorsed by Microsoft, and you have to buy Splinter Cell the game. So then, what you do okay. is there's some software that you can download.
0: Can I ask the thing? That it's so awesome. It do you have to eat it like a peanut yes. butter sandwich beforehand? I just want to make sure I get all the most like in like not connected items to this that I can. I love the Splinter Cell part, so I'm just no, trying to but see what else. You have to
2: wear a hat made of peanut <gasps> good, butter. Good. Okay. Sandwiches. Good. 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 <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> on you go. And you have to balance it on your head as you okay. do it. So it falls off, then it voids the warranty. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> right. So, so you, basically this program that is the illegal part that you download, that's like an open source thing, turns, uh, it downloads onto the action replay as a Splinter Cell save, as if it were some power save, like you've completed Splinter Cell and you want to share the save with everyone so they can use okay. it. But instead, the Splinter Cell save installs a Linux-based operating system on your Xbox. <laughs> and like, what? When you go to the Splinter Cell save... One of the, the saves name, one is Sam, and the other is Linux. And you go down, I wish to load the Linux game. <laughs> and then when you load Linux, it all of a sudden, like, destroys the, um, you know, the main it's screen so when funny. you go to an Xbox and it shows you the menu. And it creates its own menu. And then you can install all kinds of great software on it. And on top of that software, you can install this open source program called the Xbox Media Center, which allows you to, like, stream videos from your computer. And you can FTP connect to your Xbox. So if you have a router... You plug your xbox and your computer into a router and you can transfer files back and forth so theoretically like you can download movies and it has a little crappy hard drive like it's a five gig hard drive on standard xboxes but
0: and and do there's you a lot of cool this stuff was, on
1: there, this man. was probably put out by the splinter cell like employee so they could get more people to like increase their sales i think it was put out by
0: clown eat dot will sleep me that's i think that's what this basically is i think what the clown dot will flee <laughs> <laughs> dot will oh, The clown dot will clown will, will hurt flee. me. Oh no uh, Well so Okay but But then can you use Can you play regular Xbox things on it After it's been modded Like this
2: of course not only can you play regular xbox games but the extra fun illegality of it is that you can download xbox rips onto your computer and transfer them directly onto your xbox hard drive and never buy xbox games again is there a reason that you have
0: like you've like coalesced all of your illegal activity into a space of like four days So are like, I will bring every illegal thing that I've ever done down on my head at once. I love that... And he, he shaved like, his head to start out, by the last, way. Greg, last week oh we hurting. talked about... Are you stockpiling non-perishable
1: food, Russ? Last week we talked about what people do <laughs> when their sports teams go under. <laughs> I was like, okay? I'm going to fight <laughs> this the system. What happens. And now we are watching it into a hardened criminal before our eyes. <laughs> This is Russ's way
0: of to tell you guys about this. That is funny.
2: Now that this is the second time that I've shaved my head, I've begun to notice that people react to me differently. And one of the specific kinds of reactions is that people who are in the law enforcement industry, like private security guards and cops and prison guards and possibly ex-prisoners, they all talk to me now. They just walk up to me and start talking to me because they look at me with my shaved head and they assume that, like, I've been in the clink or that, like, I was a police. Right, or I was the soldier. Or something. It's interesting that you were either a cop so like, or a prisoner. I, I think that's never, funny. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's all it's all the same batch of people, honestly. Right. Like, well, we I talked know. About that's what I'm saying. Last week, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're they're very friendly that's to me cool. now. They just like say hi, and never before. Yeah. So it's really there's a news. People play roles, and you don't even realize. <laughs> I know. That well, that's you're just playing a role as you walk around yeah. the way you look. Yeah. But anyway, that's interesting. That's really interesting. <laughs> so the point is, the, uh, the Xbox mod is, it, as soon as I download, I'm currently downloading this thing that exists on the internet, which is called the B A E D. I I encourage you to look into it, which stands for Big Ass Emulator Disc. And what is contained on the B A E D, which is like four gigs, it's gigantic, is basically every game ever made for old consoles. So if you want to play an Atari game, if you want to play an Intellivision or a Commodore game or a Nintendo or a Sega Genesis, Master System, or whatever, or you know, you can find every game ever made on this thing. And the uh, the built-in media center has an emulator program. So once you download emulators. I can basically play the games I used to play when I was six years old on my television, right off of my Xbox, right. Very nice. which is... Possibly the greatest
0: thing well, I've ever. Although you could have just done that on your PC though. To do it my yeah, well, you could have it done it without doing not doesn't this.
1: the uh, mm-hmm. the the Wii do that too, honey? Like, can't we play some games? I mean, some of them we can't. We have to pay for them, and some of them they are not offering them because gonna yeah, be the released. virtual
0: console stuff you can actually download a bunch of stuff onto um, the onto the Nintendo Wii. Absolutely.
1: Unless you play it like yep. old
2: games. Now is that like classic Nintendo? No, or is classic, classic everything?
0: everything. Classic Neo Geo. Classic Sega Genesis. Classic uh, Nintendo Nintendo 64 and the yeah, original cool. and the original Sega Master System, uh, the Turbo Graphics, yeah. you know the but Jaguar. I think it's only fair so that like people wanted. Xbox to be able to do all the cool stuff, but right. like the other consoles figured out
2: on their own. So they're like, screw you, Xbox. Right. We're going to turn you into something that's. Useful. I
0: just had this image about what the and final limit's going to be. Like, is there going to be a point where people are going to start modding their, There's like, you know, there's no reason why my 86 Volvo can't run like a 2007 Lamborghini. Like, if I mod this, all I do is I add a rocket engine in the back and then I put on these double wide tires and you, you know, it's it's good. You well, you know, be able actually, I
1: was reading this book um, that I won't talk about. Some people do. Uh, it's not important, but one of the stories and it talks about a guy who bought a modification kit where he could modify his porsche into a battery-powered electric vehicle and i guess there's a lot of, you can you can mm-hmm. buy these online um that are their modification kits so that you can turn whatever car you have into an electric car and it hmm. works like he plugs he has it plugged in over the night into his you know through like a, a lawnmower extension cord and it runs smooth it runs really quiet it Blah blah blah. So I guess you can do this kind of stuff.
2: It tops out at 35 no, miles an no, hour.
1: No, no, no. It can in sixth. No, gear. it can go to 80. No. It can go to uh, 80 really? 85 uh, in second gear. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. Yeah.
0: That's actually interesting. Not like that's well, interesting. That's really Let's move on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's <laughs> <absolutely interesting. laughs> Exactly. That's
2: actually interesting, actually. Oh, Oh, man. Why is everything interesting this
1: episode?
2: (laughs) Crap. This is horrible. (laughs) Never have so many things been so interesting.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. That's pretty funny.
1: Oh, the Netherlands uh, banned magic mushrooms.
0: What? Yep. They're banning the sale of all magic mushrooms after a series of high profile incidents involving tourists who had taken them.
1: And magic mushrooms are a big business.
2: Now, are you sure that. Didn't they just ban magic and buy proxy <laughs> mushrooms
0: that are magical? Right. and so now nobody can play card games anymore. No, no, actual mushrooms. In fact, this one guy, I, I love I love the Not Netherlands. Card game magic. This guy's like actual magic. This guy's this major Dutch producer said he's Or practical magic. Right, practical magic. Th- starring Sandra right. Bullock and Nicole exactly. Kidman. A major like Dutch movie. producer, the psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms, said he stood to lose millions of euros as a result. He's like, I, I love how these are just standard businessmen. He's like, this will really impact our bottom line. Like, in America, we're just like, you know, you, you, the mushroom, the people who do mushrooms, they're like, you get this image of them working out of garages, and you know, late at night, these kids on you know, sell, sell these drugs from trench coats and things, and here it's like this corporate guy with a suit who's like, oh, you know, I'm going to lose millions of dollars, and this is terrible for our stock okay. options, and We can't sell magic mushrooms. When you bring these mostly non-harmful substances into the
2: fold of, you know business world and legality right. then all of a sudden upstanding people are the ones who interact with right. you and if you make them illegal and demonize them and turn them into criminals then they're criminals it's really all a matter of perspective <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the substances themselves honestly like Well one. I mean yeah I mean there's no reason why Ambien should be any more legal than magic mushrooms Ambien does some crazy messed up shit to people right. but like Ambien was created by some pharmaceutical company which defends it so, so right, I mean
1: magic that. mushrooms they caught they just they make you like, they intensify things, right? Like sound, like the five senses, right? That's mainly what they do. And one of the incidences is the 17-year-old French girl jumped from a building after eating mushrooms. Now, I doubt that she, like, the magic mushrooms made her think... Oh, I could survive the jump. Well, it
0: says this person, that one of the people says all the incidents involve magic mushrooms in conjunction with other drugs. Right. So she probably took this, like, with Ambien. <laughs> it's like, and they're like, Ambien is it? Never mind, it's the mushrooms. Exactly, exactly mushrooms are the things you forgot to worry about. That's the problem. Yep. Wow. I don't. I, I mean, I guess I understand that, that if these things happen, there's going to be some kind of an outcry to do something, but clearly there's different ways to do it. And I know, of course, Russ's argument would be find people that are less stupid to take the mushrooms would, be, <laughs> would probably be, I think, your argument, right, Russ?
2: Yeah. I mean, my argument is it's exactly the way that you set it up. It's the only reason they're doing this is because of probably less than a handful right. of high-profile tourist right. things that get blown up in the media because they're about magic mushrooms. You know, if it were about idiot drinks too much and dies in a drunk driving accident, oh, that only happened 5,800 times last Amen. year in our country, but clearly that's not a big deal right. since we love to drink. Right. So, I mean, it's just all, it's, it's completely asinine and disproportionate, and will fix nothing, and will help no one. We'll save no lives. But, you know, good for Papers, people like it. Do you think, uh, stuff. It's about the same level as the photographers camped out on Joe Tori's yeah. lawn. That's the same level of,
0: you know, discourse. Do you think Clown same has thing. ever had magic mushrooms?
1: No, but I think, I think he should. I think he needs the magic should. mushroom. He'd
0: feel much better about the whole yeah. thing. I he love the it. map uh, now. I, I think,
1: I think we can like, be certain of one oh thing, God. Greg, is that I think this guy has missed out on a lot of things in life, if you catch my <laughs> meaning.
0: Yeah, I got... Uh, yes. Yes, I do.
2: You could probably take him to a bowling alley and be like, "Oh my God! There's a whole world outside Wikipedia. Look at this! The people are three-dimensional and spheres oh, the th- rolling down. Holy! Listen to that thunderous noise! I this is life. I'm really living. I knew it. If I stayed on Wikipedia long
0: enough, someone would show me the way." Outstanding. Well, asshole. <laughs> asshole. you were a stupid asshole. And on that uplifting note,
2: <laughs> with a clown icon, let me just say. It's like you always ref- you know, Greg, you specifically always refer to people you don't like as clowns, but then like he names himself a clown. He's like owning the derogatory That's true. term. It's like it's mine. I am an idiot. Hello, I'm stupid asshole 66 <laughs> on Wikipedia. Owning the internet. You're like well, if you're going to make no, it that easy you're a stupid for me. Asshole. Yes, the stupid. <laughs>
0: exactly. And
2: the most assholish of all. I- no, but it's bad. Yes, bad in a good way like
0: Michael Jackson.
2: No, shut <laughs> up. Stop it.
0: It would actually avoid the you know like so you know like a uh, if. If you just named yourself like douchebag 35, like that would, it it almost sort of undercuts your opportunity to make fun of them. What are you going to say? If someone calls himself Mm -hmm. like jackass five or something, what are you going to say to him? Or, like, when I had the profile on J-Date, my name was
2: Arrogant Jerk. (laughs) I was owning all of the negative emotions that I had towards me. Like, I own all of this now, so you can't call me anything I call myself.
0: With that, uh, I think we've reached the end of an hour. Uh, We want to thank everyone for listening, as always, and thanks for checking us out and listening in. And, uh, as we say, if you have any things to say to us, please get in contact with us, or get in contact with ClownTakeMyRedNose.com, or whatever the heck the guy's name is. Um, Because,
2: no. No. Get it
0: (laughs) right. If you want this is the end of the
2: episode. Sometimes people tune in for the last thirty seconds yes. for no reason. So if you want can dot sleep dot clown dot will dot dot me at gmail dot com.
0: You heard it. Make sure you say hi to him and please tell him to put back our page, that rat bastard. Oh wait a minute. Did I get what? that wrong? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh,
2: wait, God. Wait. don't end the episode. Say This is important good. cannot shit. It's cannot okay. cannot dot sleep dot clown dot will dot Cannot dot, dot, dot sleep dot sleep clown, clown dot will dot, dot cannot eat eat. Clown. No. <laughs> Cl- cannot sleep clown will eat This is the hooker! Made up the most complicated email address in the history of the world so that nobody could ever get it's cannot them sleep. Clown will eat me. He's like okay, cannot dot My email is i m. <laughs> <A>. <laughs> dot m dot, dot, who dot, dot, your dot At <laughs> <laughs> I like I can't remember. shit. Proceeding was a presentation of the Mep Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron, or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the Mep Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for Mep link on the Mep Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at greg, russ, story, or andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plans. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross.